This is the Virtual Assistant Advantage podcast, the podcast for virtual assistants and the business owners, ministry leaders, and bloggers who hire them. I'm your host, longtime virtual assistant and virtual assistant coach, Alicia Avant. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I have with me a great friend of mine, Allison Scholes, and she is the boss lady in sweatpants. And she has taught me so very much about Instagram and about the topic of content, specifically content pillars. And so I wanted to have her on on my 100th episode not only only to celebrate the 100th episode, but also to continue that topic of the month this month, which is social media marketing. And I have a lot of success marketing on Instagram. It's one of my favorite platforms. And so I wanted to share um, something a little bit extra with you for this month and for this 100th episode. So I Unlike myself, um, I'm having a guest on this time. And so I want to start out by just um, welcoming Allison to this episode and asking her just to tell a little bit about herself before we jump into the topic of content pillars. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. And my gosh, I feel so honored to be on your 100th episode and congratulations on that. (laughs) But my name is Allison Scholes and I am a content creator, coach, and a podcaster. I have a show, Social Media for Mompreneurs, and it's just a little over three years. I have two boys in high school. So lately I've been feeling really old now having high schoolers and I've been married for almost 21 years. And yeah, I've gone from an MLM company to being a hobbyist blogger. The reason I say is because back then I was making no money from my blog. And now I am just creating and coaching and podcasting. And I just love what I do. That is so awesome. I can definitely relate to the feeling old category there because (laughs) I have a college freshman this year. Mm. (laughs) So congrats on that. Absolutely. He uh, just took his first test, was texting me um, his test results from yesterday. And yeah, so we are definitely in the same category. And I am married uh, for 22 years this past June. So in that same category as well. (laughs) Well, you and I have been friends online for a really long time, and I have enjoyed learning from you specifically about Instagram. And one of the things that I have learned a lot about from you is about content pillars. But for my listeners, can you give kind of your definition of what a content pillar is? Yeah. So, I mean, I love content. I love creating content. And if you're going to have a business, you have to create some sort of content, whether that's going to be audio content, visual content, or written form. So I think a lot of people get a little, I don't know what the word is, maybe just overwhelmed when it comes to getting in the creation mode and putting themselves out there and pretty much telling the world what they do. So they start talking about everything and anything under the sun. And we have learned through social media and through marketing that that's really not the way to go about it. You really want to hone in on 
what your niche is, what you do really well. And the easiest way to do that is to come up with content pillars for your business. And basically, it is just the fundamental content that you talk about or you create for your business. You may have heard terms such as content buckets or content categories, but basically, it is the overarching content of your business. So I want you to think about back in our high school days when we had to write a paper or an essay, and you would normally start with that introduction paragraph, but then each paragraph after that, you would have like that main topic sentence. Well, the main topic sentence is kind of like that content pillar. And then all the details go after that topic sentence. So for example, when you look at my business, my content pillars are going to point back to anything that has to do with either personal branding, content creation, Canva graphics or visuals, and then business or Instagram growth. So I can give you another example. Let's say we have a health or a wellness coach out there wanting to market her business on social media and build her website, she's going to have to come up with some content pillars so she can become the authority in her industry. And health and wellness is a very broad, very big industry. So is this health and wellness? She may want to choose some pillars that she is really good at. So maybe for her, that is education and supplements. It is dialing in your nutrition. And maybe she's going to focus on women in menopause and how the nutrition affects you in menopause. And maybe she's also going to talk about recipes, recipes that will help women in during the menopause and what supplements we should be taking. So as you can see, the content pillars is really going to focus you within your industry and it's going to help you become the authority in your niche. Same with like a fitness coach. That's such a broad industry. Well, if a fitness coach really wants to stand out, they're going to have to come up with some content pillars. So a fitness coach might focus on macro counting and maybe workouts that you can do at home under 20 minutes, like that kind of thing. So can you see how content pillars really helps you kind of zone into your genius within your niche? Yes, absolutely. And it goes very well with what I talked about last week. My, You didn't know this, but my episode last week was about branding. And so it is all about kind of what, who you are as a brand. If you yourself are the brand or the face of your business, it helps to kind of share personal things that go along with the niche that you're in. So, you know, like you were saying, if they were sharing about the fitness, they could share personal things and their own journey. It can really tie in that personal brand into your content. Yes, absolutely. Well, I know that their next question is, how do you decide what your content pillars are? So give us some um, ideas about how to, you know, we have like a ton of different things when we are talking about a niche, we have, you know, tons of ideas, but how do you narrow it down to some content pillars and how many do we need? I love this question and I am going to simplify it for those who are listening. 
All I want you to do is ask yourself this one question. What do you want to be known for when people interact with your content? That is all you need to answer. And as far as how many pillars, I would say a minimum of three, but no more than like four or five, because you then you're really going to spread yourself thin. What you want to do with your content is you want to go deep. So going back to my pillars, when someone interacts with my content, I don't want to be known as like the Instagram gal, right? That's so broad. I want to be known for, ooh, she is the content creator. She is going to help me create content for my platforms or create content for my business or, ooh, she knows Canva and I know I'm going to get all the tips about Canva from her or she is all about growth strategies for Instagram. So you just have to answer that one simple question. What do you want to be known for when people interact with your content? Oh, I love that because that helps me narrow it down. You know, if I'm stuck, that kind of, you know, I don't want to be known for everything. I tell people all the time, you can't, you can't be everything to everyone, but you can be an expert in your niche area or niche topic. So that really helps to narrow those things down. Yeah. I mean, you just really have to go back to like your zone of genius. I want you to be like, what are you a genius at? And it's okay for you to think of yourself as a genius. I want you to go deep (laughs) with what you love to do. Don't shy away from that. Like, I don't know everything about Instagram. Okay. I, I know it very well, but I don't want to know everything about Instagram because that platform is changing day after day after day. But my zone of genius is creating content for that platform that I can do well. Canva graphics and visuals and how to stand out on the platform. Yes. So take your overall niche or your industry. How can you go deeper with that? And that's how you're going to build your content pillar pillars. Makes perfect sense. So my last question um, is that, you know, this particular month, um, I have a theme every month here on the podcast. And this particular month, we're talking about social media marketing and what better way to, to market than thinking about content. So how can using these content pillars help you to market your business on social media? Well, first of all, sticking to your content pillars, that is going to help you build authority in your niche. And what it does is it will attract the right people to your business. Because when people start interacting with your stuff, they are going to know exactly what you're about. They are going to know what's in it for them. They're going to keep coming to you for what they need because they are going to know, oh, I can go to so-and-so for this and this and this, because that is all you're going to talk about. And don't worry about like, oh, this is all I talk about. Yes, that is exactly what you want to do. You want to go deep with your content and don't ever feel like you're going to run out of content. You won't. There is always going to be questions to answer from your audience. There's always going to be changes in your industry or or your niche. So you definitely want to stick to your pillars because that is going to help you build authority. And here's the other cool thing. When you really stick to your pillars, it is going to make you recognizable and memorable on social media. And the second part to that is what I see happening all the time now is we used to talk about comparison. Well, I want to add on to that. And a lot of people now are doing content comparison. 
And that really kicks in because we are watching how someone else is doing something or, oh, they're, they're doing this over there. Or, well, maybe I need to add that to my content or maybe I need to be showing up that way. And when we do that, we deviate from our own pillars because we feel that we need to fit in. So when we deviate from our pillars, we are no longer attracting the right people to us. And then we are just going to get in the, you know, in the sea of content out there and you're really not going to stand out. So I just want to reiterate to the audience, stick to your content pillars. And I know it might feel that, oh, it's taking a while, but to build that authority and to be memorable and recognizable on social media, it is going to take a long time. It is going to take anywhere between like four to nine months to really get the ball going and become recognizable. And it's all about the long run when it comes to social media. It is not an overnight success. That is so true. I'm glad you said that because it is really a marathon, not a sprint. And I've learned that the hard way over the years. You know, you have to stick with it. You have to be consistent. You have to continue, you know, putting, churning out that content. But, you know, we're not talking about this on this particular episode, but you can also repurpose your content. And with the pillars that, you know, if you have those pillars, repurposing your content becomes easier. So that would be, will be a super helpful piece to this. And I am going to talk about repurposing content in an an upcoming episode. But I wanted to give you the chance to tell everyone if they're curious about you and about where to find you, where we can find you online. Yeah. So you can come hang out with me on Instagram. My handle is at Allison Scholes or listen to my podcast. It's social media for mompreneurs or just check out, you know, my latest blog posts or my freebies, what I have to offer on my website. And that is a boss lady in sweatpants.com. Awesome. Well, I want to say thank you once again for being on this 100th episode with me and sharing your insight on content pillars. Thank you so much and congrats on your 100th show. Thank you.